A lot of people say they don't read the Bible because they don't understand it. And as a Christian, I feel like it's my duty to explain it to you. Welcome to the Ghetto Bible Tales. I'm your host, Jerrica. And here at the Ghetto Bible Tales, we retell Bible stories and discuss biblical themes in a comical yet understandable way. We're going to laugh, but we're going to learn too. So strap on your seatbelt, pop yourself some popcorn, and let's do this. to another episode of Ghetto Bible Tales. And this time, we're going to be talking about the three stooges, y'all. Miriam, Aaron, and Moses. But before we can get into that, we must first discuss the rules of context. If you have never, ever watched Ghetto Bible Tales before or heard the Ghetto Bible Tales before, I have discussed the rules of context in previous videos. And I'm going to continue to discuss it from now on. The rules of context are, number one, language. The Bible wasn't originally written in English, people. Stop treating it like it is. Rule number two, history and culture. This is not modern day American culture. In this Bible, it is ancient Israel culture. So please stop applying modern day American culture rules to the Bible. It does not work, okay? Rule number three, the Holy Spirit. It is impossible to read and understand the Bible without the Holy Spirit. So make sure you talk to the Lord, get a little guidance, come back with the Holy Spirit. The final rule of context is reading the Bible as a whole. You must read the Bible completely. Do not take one verse from one book and expand it on this grand scale and and say that it means something when you're more than likely taking it out of context, okay? So don't do that. Read the Bible as a whole. Don't be stuck on one verse, okay? So if you have gained an understanding of the rules of context, now we can proceed with the story. The story of the Three Stooges starts in the book of Numbers. Numbers chapter 12 start with Miriam and Aaron. Apparently, they are pissed because they don't feel like, uh, well, first of all, let me provide a little bit of history. Miriam and Aaron are the older siblings of Moses. Moses is the baby within the three of them. This goes to to how I always say God uses what mankind rejects. Like, the runt of the family never gets used to do anything. The oldest is usually put ahead. But in this case, Moses was put up over everybody so the way it's set up is Miriam is the oldest Aaron is the middle child and Moses is the baby that's how the uh, that's how the three stooges are aged okay so numbers 12 starts with Miriam and Aaron coming for Moses now initially they claimed that they was coming to question Moses superiority because of his wife 
Now, for those of you that don't know, Moses was married to a uh, Ethiopian woman, which Miriam and Aaron had no problem pointing out. Apparently, according to historical scholars, Moses' wife was a woman of a dark complexion, and Moses was not a dark complexion, okay? He was probably a light brown, because he was Hebrew. And his siblings questioned his authority. They link it to him being married to a woman who is not of Hebrew descent or Israel descent. She is Ethiopian, and they made sure to point that out, that you done married this Negro, and... um. Now you think you can boss? How can you boss us around? And another reason why uh, scholars feel like they wanted to point out the wife was because Moses' wife was not initially a believer of God, of the God of Israel. They believed in idol gods, so that was another reason that Miriam and Aaron called themselves coming up against Moses because they felt like one, you married to this dark woman; two, this woman don't even serve our God. That was initially the reason that they brought up for coming at him about him being the leader of the Israel. Basically, he the president of over 2 million people, and they mad. But in reality, them coming up against Moses had absolutely nothing to do with his wife and everything to do with the fact that they were jealous. Because like I said, Moses was the baby of the three. And so Miriam was the leader of this whole thing. She was also a prophet of God. She was the one of the first female prophets of God. And she was the oldest of the three siblings. And so she felt like she should be the leader because she was the oldest. And she said that God talked to her too. So what made Moses so special? So this whole attack on Moses was fueled by Miriam. And Aaron just went along with it. If there's one thing that you learn about Aaron in the Bible is that old boy is a yes man. I feel like, you know, there's, there's a yes man in every church. Like, there's a deacon or something that's yes in everything the pastor say. Don't even take into consideration what the pastor saying. They don't, they don't, the pastor don't do no wrong. They just yes everything. Just, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yup. Yup. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yup. Mm-hmm. Yup. Show wheels. Mm-hmm. Yup. 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 If you don't know who that person is in your church, it, it's probably you. I'm just saying. So Aaron, you know, going along with Miriam because he he don't really have much of a backbone. <laughs> but let me tell y'all something. This is totally off topic, but I'm going to do another video on Aaron because I feel like not enough people talk about him because he is one of the few people in the Bible where you see his spiritual growth in real time. Like everybody else is like they was either against God at first and then all of a sudden they start serving God it's like from black to white but see with Aaron you see the black fade into the gray fade into the white and you just watch him grow as a spiritual man in God throughout the Bible so probably later on at another time I, I'm gonna definitely focus on Aaron because I feel like watching his spiritual journey is so freaking inspiring and I feel like not enough people talk about Aaron and the growth that he had um, within the Bible and I'm getting emotional about it because it's just it's so real and I feel like I just feel like it deserves to be highlighted so in the future I'm definitely going to focus I'm definitely going to do something um, dedicated to Aaron because I feel like he's 
his story need to be told. But anyway, so once again, Miriam and Aaron are attacking Moses' spiritual authority. And I'm not sure which one of them said it, but I think it was Miriam said, does God only speak through Moses? And no, God doesn't only speak through Moses because prior to this in previous chapters, God has spoke through Miriam. He also has spoke through Aaron and he spoke through the elders of Israel. So yes, God does speak through other people, but that does not mean that he didn't choose Moses to be the spiritual authority over Israel. So basically, you know, Miriam's point was, since God has all spoken through me as well, and I'm the oldest, why can't I be the leader? I guess she kind of felt this way because everybody had a role except for her. Or she didn't, or let me rephrase that, she didn't like her role because, you know, Moses basically was the president of Israel. And Aaron was the high priest. So both of them had pretty high roles. And then, you know, Miriam, she was a prophetess. Which, which that role in itself is very important because how many people get to say they're a prophet and how many people actually get to speak, let the Lord use their vessel to speak through them personally, you know what I'm saying? Her role was still very important, but see, she didn't like her role, so she wanted to step into Moses' role. But see, this, this is not how God sets things up. That ain't the lane that God told you to drive and he told you to drive in the role of being a prophet. He told you to drive in the role of being the president. So you're going to have to stay within your lane. And that was her problem. She was not content with her role. She was not content in staying in that lane. She wanted to be more than what she was. She wasn't appreciative of what God had already, the position that God had already put her in. See, some of us can't be elevated because we ain't appreciated in the spot that God already have us in. If we just appreciate where we at right now, God has no problem. The reason that Moses, why am I getting emotional? The reason that Moses was the president of Israel, the reason he had his spiritual authority is because he was humble. Miriam was not a humble person. She felt like she was a great prophet and that she deserved to have a higher role within the community. That is arrogance. That is pride. And that is what Moses lacked. Moses was not an arrogant man. Moses was not a prideful man. The Bible says he is the most humble man. The most humble man in the world. That is the, that is the main reason that God made him the leader over everybody. And that is the main reason that Miriam was not the leader of everybody. Because she wasn't humble. She couldn't even appreciate the role that she was already in. And that's our problem. We don't appreciate what God has us right now because we feel like we deserve more. But you, in order to appreciate where God gonna take you, you gotta appreciate where God already got you. While Miriam was sitting up here gunning for Moses' position, Moses didn't even want his position. The Bible say Moses was stressed out. And I bet he was. He was the leader of over 2 million people. He was stressed. And prior to this with Moses and, I mean, prior to this with Miriam and Aaron, they ain't the first people to come for him. Like, a lot of people have been coming for Moses, attacking him from side to side, talking about he don't deserve this role, he should do this. And Moses was like, I don't even want to do this. I don't want to do this. I don't want to be your leader. But God put me here. 
I, I didn't ask for this. It's basically what Moses said. And the Bible talks about how stressed he is and how much work he done. Because prior to this, his father-in-law had, had uh, advised him to... Um, to get some helpers and as y'all know that uh is what is a deacon like this uh thanks to moses's father-in-law he initiated deacons and deacons are supposed to be the help of a pastor within a church or within a community the deacons handle all their outside work because um when moses moses as a leader was handling money he was handling all of their complaints everything Moses had to do everything but see Moses's father-in-law advised him hey how about you just designate about 12 or 14 men to handle all the people complaints to handle money to handle food to handle rations to handle all that and all you got to focus on is conversing with God and handling that and Moses was like you know what that's a good idea. So that's where deacons end up coming in is that their role was to basically help Moses. And that way Moses' main focus ended up being on God and the message that God would give him to give to the people. That ended up being his only focus. That's why Moses was so stressed out. He had so many things to do. And that's another thing about us. We be we be wanting to get some type of role so bad and we don't even know what all what it all entails to be in that role. Miriam didn't know what it was gonna be like to be Moses. If she had had Moses' position, she probably would have ended up pulling up pulling out all her hair. I know I would have hearing complaints of over two million people every five seconds about this, that, and the third. Because if y'all ever read the book of numbers from the beginning, even all the way back to Exodus. The people of Israel was annoying as hell and all they did was worry Moses to death. It was no wonder he didn't die before then because they was driving him crazy. So Miriam wouldn't have been able to handle nothing that Moses was handling. Only a humble and meek person like Moses could be in that position and Miriam was not that person. And neither was Aaron quite frankly. So when Miriam and Aaron come questioning Moses' spiritual authority, God got mad. And when I tell you God got mad, personally mad, God was really upset because with them questioning Moses' spiritual authority, it meant that they was questioning God because God put Moses in that position. When this happened, they were all, all three of them was in the uh, tabernacle, I believe. Oh no, they was in a tent and they were arguing while Moses was listening and Aaron and Miriam was yelling most of like that. So, God audibly says out loud, all three of y'all come out that tent and let's go to the tabernacle meeting so we can have a conversation. Because we about to get this together real fast since everybody don't seem to understand or know what their role is. So come on. So God comes down in the form of smoke. They all go to the tabernacle meeting, the three stooges, and God comes down in his form of smoke. It's like a, a cloud or whatever. And he's in front of the door of the tabernacle meeting. And he gets them together real quick. He compares his relationship to a regular prophet versus his relationship with Moses. God tells them, yes, I talk to prophets. I talk. He said, I talk through prophets. And what he meant was, well, what he said was he talks through prophets. And somehow he some and sometimes he talks to prophets within their dreams. So he would send them a vision or show them something symbolic or metaphoric for them to um interpret and then spread the word. 
But see, God said, that's what I do for the prophets. But he said, well, Moses, I talk to Moses face to face. Moses is my friend. We converse. We, 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 we converse. We share company is what he was saying. And he said that he talks to Moses plainly, which meant that he did not talk to Moses symbolically or metaphorically the way he did with prophets. Like he would give them a vision of something like, okay, like y'all remember in the book of Daniel, that vision of the giant tree and how it, the giant tree and how it was supposed to be for everybody. Da, 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 then it get chopped down and blah, 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 blah. That was a, a metaphoric spiritual vision that had to be interpreted. But see, God was saying, I don't do that with Moses. I talk to Moses plainly. I tell him what I mean when I say it. I, we talk. We talk man to man or God to man, whatever. We talk face to face and we talk like regular like it's nothing symbolic it's no flowery language for him to decide but they talk face to face like best friends god was like they literally just talk moses and god just be chilling in the mountain talking and he don't do that with no one else he doesn't have that relationship with other prophets that was a that was a jab at miriam like, like i don't have that relationship with you i don't talk to you like that i might send you a vision or so but i don't talk to you face to face like that we don't talk plainly i talk to moses like that and that is why moses is the leader of the nation that's why, because I talk to him plainly. Everything, my will, my way, everything I need, Moses conveys it to Israel. He gets it straight from the source. You ain't got to wonder if Moses is being truthful or not because he actually be talking to me. So after God said all that, he left because he was he was pissed off because like I said with them questioning Moses spiritual authority it meant that they was questioning God and he didn't like that he didn't appreciate that so he left and when he left Miriam broke out into leprosy her, her whole body became white as snow and she was a leper now when Aaron noticed that Miriam was, was covered in white like she was a leper he was like oh lord please please don't do me next lord i'm sorry i'm sorry most please ask the lord to forgive me please i am so sorry i don't want to be a leper and please 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 tell him please tell him to heal miriam we sorry we didn't we didn't mean to do it the crazy part though about this miriam don't say nothing so i don't know if it was because she knew she was wrong or if she was just embarrassed i don't know because she the one that became a leper and the reason was because she was the instigator um but she don't say nothing she didn't say nothing because i myself would have been like lord i'm sorry you are right i should not have come against moses i should have realized i was coming against you she didn't say nothing she didn't she didn't um take responsibility for her actions or her words she didn't say nothing aaron was the one who asked god or asked moses to pray for she didn't even ask. She could have asked Moses to pray for. She didn't. I, I don't know if she was just stunned because she was just cursed with leprosy or or maybe she was being defiant and she still didn't feel like she was wrong. I'm not sure what it was, but Miriam didn't say nothing, which is mind-boggling to me because I would have been like, Lord, I'm sorry. <laughs> I would have been like Aaron, like, Lord, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I ain't going to do it no more. <laughs> Aaron on being punished again this is this really isn't the first time that he does something horrible and doesn't get punished for it 
But like I said, I'm gonna do a video dedicated to Aaron. I'm gonna do I'm gonna do something dedicated to Aaron in the future because I feel like his testimony, his story, it has to be told. I feel like it's not discussed enough in church or in the religious community period. Nobody talks about Aaron. And I feel like Aaron is a very, very important figure in the Bible, but he does not get mentioned. But anyway, we're gonna talk about him another time. So Moses being the humble man that he is, he prays for his sister. I'm be honest with y'all. I don't think I'm that humble. <laughs> Cause I would like that what you get. I would have been all up in her face. I'm like that what you get. That what you get for coming for me. Because I ain't do nothing to you, and you came for me, questioning me like I wanted to do this. Cause I didn't want to do this. I would have been all up in her face. But Moses, being the humble man he is, y'all immediately drops to his knees and he prays to God for a healing for his sister. Something she didn't even do for herself, which is still mind-boggling to me. But anyway. He prays to God for a healing for Miriam. And, you know, God tells Moses, he was like, you know, I'm going to heal her. But she's going to suffer for the next seven days with leprosy for coming against me. Because it wasn't like she was just coming against Moses. She was coming against God. Because that was God's decision to put Moses in that position. So you came against God. So God was like, you got to be punished. Because he said, um, he said, if her father had spit in her face, wouldn't she be shamed for seven days? And Moses was like, yeah, <laughs> so being that uh, Miriam was now a leper that meant that she couldn't be around everybody else it, when you uh, if you read the Old Testament you read the rules when you were sick you couldn't be around nobody and leprosy was doggone near death so you definitely couldn't be around anybody because they felt like your curse would rub off on everybody else so and mind you this was when Israel was traveling all together before they made us the promised land so that you know they was on that journey to the promised land so they had to stop traveling for seven days because of her so she had to sit outside of the camp for seven days until she was healed you all know how embarrassing that is see god was like y'all came for moses in public and tried to embarrass him so he said i'm gonna get you in public too it's just like when you do something bad and you know how, see, I don't know how other parents do, but I know black parents is where they, they get you where you did it at. And you act up in the store, you getting your tail whipped in the store. That's what this is. Since she acted up in public, God was like, I'm going to punish you in public. So all two million people in Israel knew what Miriam had did and they knew her punishment because she was put outside of the community for seven days until her leprosy was healed. And once her leprosy was healed, they was able to, uh, pack everything up and start back moving on their journey to the promised land. And that, ladies and gentlemen, was the story of the three stooges in the Bible. Miriam, Aaron, and Moses. <laughs> you don't have to take my word for it, though. You can go read it for yourself. Just open your Bible to the book of Numbers chapter 12 and read it for yourself. Ask the Lord for understanding. Read it with the rules of context. Until next time. Peace. All Ghetto Bible Tub episodes are posted on YouTube simultaneously in video format. Thanks for tuning in. You can follow the show on all social media at Ghetto Bible Tales. Head on over to GhettoBibleTales.com and you can sign up for the mailing list so that you can be notified of updates and other things. You can also request topics or stories that you'd like for me to discuss on the show. Once again, I'm your host Jerrica and this has been the Ghetto Bible Tales. New episodes are posted every Wednesday and every Sunday.